Cornerstone Church, if you're watching online, my name's Sean Epke, I'm the lead pastor here. We are glad you're here this morning. We're glad for our kids being in service with us. Give our kids a hand, amen. We love our kids and we're very thankful for you. And uh, if you did not receive a kid's packet, uh, just uh, raise your hand and the ushers or one of our children's ministry uh, will give you that. Uh, if you did not receive a kid's packet, they're raising their hands right now, guys. Just keep your hands up until you get one uh, for your children. Um, I want your, you kids to know um, we do have a date for the start of our children's ministry, and I'll let you know next week what that date is. No, I'm joking. We do have a date. It's July 5th, Sunday, July 5th. All children's ministries will be back in session. We do have a plan on how to keep our kids healthy and safe. Uh, during that time, um, we, uh, and we'll uh, give you that plan here in the coming weeks through some videos on social media and everything as our team uh, comes together and uh, does that. Amen? I'm excited. To, how many guys, you know, wish everything got back to normal, uh, you know? Yeah. I, I'm, I want to start hugging people again. I mean, you guys, a lot of you guys just hug me anyway and don't even ask. And that's fine. I mean, I'm fine with that because I, I do like to hug. I'm a hugger. You know, I, I saw this one church uh, um, on social media. They, they did, they actually had stickers made up that if, if you're a hugger, you put the hugging sticker on. And, you know, and they were, that was cute, I thought. I thought that was cute. I, I, I'm, I'm, or if you don't have any stickers on, it means stay away from me. And I think some of you might like that anyway. But anyway, um, I'm so thankful for what God is doing in and through you guys, and uh, um, we're hearing some good reports of God just doing it, and if you prayed that prayer, I believe God is going to be doing something um, neat in your life this week, and, uh, and so I'm on a series called One Word, and um, what I want to do today is I'm going to give you uh, scripture, and our, our whole heart is not only that you hear what's in here today, but that you, uh, you take it home. And you study it. I'm not going to go in depth into these things, um, but I want I want the family to take the scriptures home. So um, I have notes that are on our app. If you don't have our app, you can download our app at corner at, at just search it in your app store. Go to Cornerstone KC, and you can download our apps right as soon as you click on the app. Um, it'll be right there. You'll see sermon notes. Just press on that. And there is going to be questions also that you can take home and, and uh, do a Bible study with yourself, with your spouse, with your family, and, uh, and kind of dig deeper. That's why we call it digging deeper. And so um, I want to encourage you to do that. Now I want you to turn to Matthew 6, 33. Um, we're going to be talking about the word seek this morning, seeking the Lord. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about this because I know this is something that uh, the Lord's put on my heart, even throughout. Last week we talked about rejoicing, and because it's all about f really focus. Rejoicing, one of the points was that it gives you focus. It focuses you not on the noise, but it focuses you on the Lord. And, th and that's one of the most important things that we need, is to be focused on the Lord. But seeking does the same thing. Now, Matthew 6, Jesus said this, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. All these things will be given to you. And, uh, and so uh, that, that word seek is something that the Lord wants us to do, but he wants us to do first. You know, it's an honor and a privilege for every believer 
to know God and to walk with him on a daily basis. And, uh, but a, a lot of times, you know, I know how busy it can be in life. It's not easy um, to do that because we're, we're being pulled for so many di- different directions. You know, you're at your job, at your home, and, and all these things that are going on in your life. And sometimes you can go as a believer, and someone who really actually loves Jesus, but you can go through your life, you, your whole week, and not once sought after the Lord. How many's ever been there? Now, I'm, I'm raising my hand, so this is not a trick question. You're not going to be condemned for this, okay? I mean, we all have that where we can do that, but Jesus really is really coming very poignant here. Seek him first, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It's something that's a privilege we get, but there's benefits in seeking the Lord first. It's such an important part that we do this. You seek the Lord, start out with humility. That I'm going to humble myself and not take control. You know, some of the hardest things in my life is that I, I, I try to do things in my own ability. I try to help myself. I try to help others um, in my own ability. I try to live this life in my own ability. And we cannot live this life in our own ability. You and I are not capable of fully living the life of God. Now, you're capable of living and going through this life and not having God in your life, but there's, there's consequences right to that. You can go through this life as a Christian and not really seek him and not give him full control, and there's consequences in that. But I tell you what, it's better when I, when I, I know personally from experience when I seek the Lord first, I'm a lot better that day, and you can ask everybody around me, you know, that I'm a lot better. And because uh, my, my wife says, do you need to go to pray? And she's usually right. I don't answer that way. I don't let her know that she's right. But I know in my heart, yeah, you're probably right. I need to go away and worship and pray. But it's really, it's when I, I humble myself, I bow my knee to the Lord, and I say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this all to you. I, I can't do it in of myself. I need I need you. I need to seek after you. I, need, I don't need to seek just the answers to my problems. I, I need to seek you. I need, to, I need you in my life more right now than ever before. I need to seek after him. So it starts with humility. Fasting, you know, laying down some things. Yeah, it's the start of that. I mean, sometimes I need to lay down my work. I need to lay down my, my, my goals for a second. I, need, I definitely need to lay down the worry. How many guys need to lay down worry? And we're going to talk about that more here in a minute. We need to lay down those things in our lives. I mean, I need to lay down. I need to fast something that's stopping me. Definitely that's stopping me from going and seeking the Lord. So it's humility. It's fasting. It's fervent and frequent prayer that I, I, need, to, I need to have. Are you praying? Are you, do you have a prayer life, a prayer uh, time with the Lord every single day? We definitely need that. Prayer is a part of seeking the Lord. Uh, uh, worship definitely is, is a part of seeking the Lord. Studying his word. Not just listening to a message, but studying the word of God. Chewing on something. You know, that's one of the things that's what we call is the rhema word, the, the spoken word of God. What, what are you chewing on today? I mean, you, you, every day you need to have a word from the Lord. 
you know, scripture, something the Holy Spirit is talking to you that you're chewing on and, and studying and thinking about and allowing the Holy Spirit to, to, to bring into you, to bring that life. That's your food. That's your necessary food. We need that. That's part of seeking the Lord. Repentance. You know, when we say repentance, I mean, everybody kind of frowns a little bit. I mean, repentance is a good thing. There should be clapping. There should be rejoicing when someone is repenting. You know what that means? That you're changing your thoughts to the thoughts of God. That you're changing your direction to the direction that God is going, right? That's a good thing to repent. Whether it's repenting of sins, repenting, well, everything is, is a sin when it's not of God. You don't understand. It's missing the mark. That's what sin really means. That maybe in my thought life, I need to repent. Maybe because I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm worrying. I've taken stuff upon myself that I shouldn't take upon. I need, I need to say, God, I'm, I repent of this. I'm sorry. Forgive me for adding these things to my life that you didn't add. Right? Repentance is a, is a way of seeking God. Obedience. Being obedient to his word, no matter what, is a part of seeking him. Persevering. Don't giving up is a part of seeking him. And what we're doing right now with others, it's so important. That I'm, I'm seeking with you and others, and I'm, I'm under accountability. I'm under authority. I, I have people in my life that can speak into my life that can help me when I'm getting off track, right? Because it's very possible for all of us to do that, and we need that in our lives. But you got to listen to those people. And so that's, that's what the means about seeking but this is what happens when we start to do these things when God is first and you're seeking him you're not seeking the answers you know a lot of times that's what we do we go to God in prayer and what are we doing God I need an answer now I need I need something now I need help now I mean and you know God is good right and and he answers those prayers, and he listens to you. But that's not what I'm talking about seeking. So it's just seeking him. God, who are you? You know, I want to know more about you. I, I have issues, and I need help, but I need you more than anything. You know, that's one of the things I've had to learn over life. Is my real need is not the need I feel. What I really need is not always what I, I see in my mind or, see, or I don't see in my checkbook or I don't see happening in my life. That's a lot of times is not my real need. I had to learn this as, as, as a minister. I've been in ministry. This May was 30 years I've been in ministry. I'm, I'm only 32, but this is 30 years in ministry. No, I'm 49, a beautiful, wonderful 49. I'm 50 next year, and I do take cash and checks. I'm starting March 9th. Anyway, um, but this is one thing I had to learn in ministry early on, that I didn't need the awesome, to, just to study the awesome message that I wanted to preach. I needed to hear a word from the Lord for myself, and out of that came the message. I just needed, I just needed God. More than anything, more than having the, of course, back when I first started, the tweetable things were not tweetable because we didn't have Twitter. But, you know, I, I didn't need the social media tweets. I needed God. I just need you. I love you. And I don't need, I, I always wanted to rush to get this message done. And, and what I really needed, I found out, is that I really just need God. I need to know him. A lot of times in my own prayers is that, 
I want to I want to just come to God with my my needs or my desires or my my fears. How many's ever gone to God in your fears? And it's okay to do that, but that's not what Jesus is telling us to do here, right? He says, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. Matthew chapter six. I encourage you to read the whole chapter to get it in context. We're going to talk about it here in just a minute. But it's a, it's a chapter of trusting God. You may be, just like what I, we prayed about, maybe you've, you've been having a, a rough time. This hasn't been easy the last number of months. Seems like the enemy just took advantage of some things too, right? Maybe it's not just the God, I need this, restore this. Maybe it's just, God, I need you. I need to seek your kingdom and your righteousness. And he says, then all these things will be added. It's actually um, a verse of order. All these things will be added unto you. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we say these things, and they sound good, and it doesn't mean they're not, they're not they're wrong. God first, family second, whatever, whatever, whatever. But we don't see that list in the Bible at all. We see God first. And then he orders it. Because I know there's sometimes I need to, he wants me to focus on certain other things, Right? A lot of times our lives are out of order because we've taken control because we think it needs to be this way. And God is saying, seek me and allow me to order your life. In fact, what he's saying here, allow me to take control. And I will order what needs to be ordered in your life, right? Matthew 6, 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other, you cannot serve both God and money or mammon. Seek the Lord. So this is what happens, three things here. I want to encourage you to study this later, but three things happens when we seek God first. Number one, it decreases my capacity for negative emotions. When I seek him first, it decreases my capacity for negative emotions. How many guys would love negative emotions to be decreased in your life? Worry, right? Fear, uh, judgment, uh, uh, all those things that are going on in your mind, jealousies, you know, those things, comparison. I mean, all those things, negative emotion, it decreases my capacity for negative emotions. Matthew 6, 25, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Verse 26, look at the birds of the air, for they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet the heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Listen, I think that's a word you need to, understand, you need to hear today. Aren't you more valuable? God considers you valuable more valuable than all of other creation. It's like we talked about last week. His handiwork 
was not in any part of creation but you. His own hands created you. Then verse 27, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Verse 31, so do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans runs after these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need him. I love that. See, when I seek him first, I'm not seeking after anything else. I'm seeking after him who is my provider. I'm trusting him who is my healer. I'm trusting him who is my redeemer, right? And he can redeem all things. He can change all things. It is not the end. Don't give up, you know. Seek him first. And I know this from, a, from my own life, seeking the Lord first, I know that these negative emotions do go away. I know these negative thoughts start to go away. I, this worry, and that's one of the things I, I can deal with. I mean, I, I, I deal with worry. I deal with fear. I, I'm, I'm a planner. Ask my wife. You know, you don't want to play checkers or chess with me. I'm three or four steps ahead. Every time I'm playing, I, that's, that's who I am. That's what I do. And that happens in every part of my life. And it can also be a curse. Remember the story when I was planning for the bad? And God told me, who told you to plan for that? See, when I seek him first, these negative things go out of my life. I'm telling you what, when you are seeking the Lord first, you're, you're going to, everything that's, all these negative emotions are going to go away because you're going to be focusing on him. When we seek him first, it's going to stop us from trying to find out even the bad in other people. You start complaining about somebody else, you're not seeking the Lord first. Right? Because a lot of times we complain about other people because we're jealous. Right? Or we're, we're comparing ourselves. Before you pass judgment, have you sought the Lord? Before you write something on social media, have you sought the Lord? Right? We need to seek Him first. When you seek Him first, it decreases your capacity for negative emotions. Number two, when we seek Him first, when God is first, it also increases my capacity for everything else, everything that is good. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. See, there will be power that comes. You will have supernatural results in your life when you seek him first. See, wherever the presence of God breaks through, supernatural thing happens. When God comes on the scene, something changes. Supernatural things start to happen. Healings. You start the fear of the Lord, and that's, a, that's an honor, that's a trusting in God. Uh, uh, amazing results, insights like you never have had before, and the list goes on and on. See, the, the, the thing about it is the overwhelming testimony of Scripture 
is that when God shows up, things change. When God shows up in your life, things change. People change. Circumstances change. Uh, eternity changes. Things start to change in your life. Why? Because you're seeking him first. You are drawing near to God, and he is drawing near to you. And then in the presence of the Lord, things change. Transformations happen. If, if your inner life begins to be transformed, it's because you're probably seeking him first. And you're seeking him. And because you're in the presence of God, you're seeking him. That transformation is happening in the character of Jesus' life. It becomes in your life because God is drawn near. Love starts to happen out of your life. Love is powerful. The love of God is powerful. When we're moving in that direction, we're seeking him. We stop becoming that consumer Christian, right? God, help me. God, I need something. I need you. I need this. I need this. I need this. You stop becoming that consumer Christian, and you become a follower of Jesus, where you are become a servant, a loving servant towards God because God is near. Look what else happens in, because your capacity opens up. Because when you're in worry and you're in depression, when you're in discouragement, and you're in fear, and you're mad at somebody, and you have jealousies, and, and you're judging everybody around you, guess what's happening? That's all you got, and that's not of God. God is not in there because you're not seeking him first. You start seeking these other things first. But once you start seeking God, you have so much capacity for all the things that are of God in your life. We can fully understand the things of God. We can fully understand justice. You know, this is what our nation needs is the justice of God, not the opinions of man. There's too many opinions on Facebook. Like I, I personally think we just need to get, everybody get rid of your Facebook and you'll be a lot happier. Go to Instagram or something else, but, you know, it's, it's a lot easier. Why I say that? Because there's too many opinions. Look what, look what Proverbs 28.5 says. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Right? Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. If you want to know what justice is, and we need justice, right? We need ju the, the justice of God. What is right what is correct for every man, woman, child, every color, everybody. We need the justice of God, but it's only because believers seek him. Because if you don't seek him, guess what's, gonna, what's happening? You're seeking other things. There is this noise that's out there, right? It could be the noise from the political left or the political right or the political center. It doesn't matter. It's noise. It's not justice. It's not God. God is the only hope. Jesus Christ is the only hope for this nation. Believers who seek after God and have the love of God flowing out of them is the only hope we're going to see what needs to be done in this nation. And it's going to be different. I'm going to be honest with you. Look at me. If you're online, look at, look at my eyes. It's going to be different probably than what you think right now. And that's going to be okay because you're seeking the will of God. That's what we need. You seek him first. When you seek him first, 
the Bible talks about we live. Amos 5, 4 says, this is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live. I kind of like life, right? I, don't, I, I like the life of God, the abundant life that Jesus said I can have. We get to live. When we, we have the capacity to actually live life. I'm, I'm telling you what, I am tired of the worry that's trying to come over me. I am tired of the fears and the depression and the comparison that I find myself trying to go towards because that's not life. The life that God has for you is is focusing on him, seeking him. The other thing that happens when we seek him, God will be found. It's a promise, 1 Chronicles 28, 9. It says, and you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart, understands every motive behind the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. If you seek him, he will be found by you. Jeremiah 29, 13. You seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You will find God and everything that God is and who he's about. You will find him. And then Psalms 34.10, we will not lack any good thing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Not those who seek an answer for your prayer, but those who seek him. There's a difference. You will receive answers, don't get me wrong. But you seek him. God, I want to know you. I want to know you. You need to write this down. Priority determines capacity. Priority determines capacity. What you make a priority in your life is what you're going to have in your life. Do you want unlimited amount of worry, fears, depression, or do you want a limited amount of God and who he is? God is not trying to withhold from you But when you put God first, he orders everything and allows all that is good to come in. Because he is good. Right? God is good all the time. So priority determines your capacity. Leads me to number three. The third thing that happens when we seek the Lord. It gives me the ability to be my best today. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Today I need to be my best. I don't want to worry. When I'm worrying or I'm in fear and I have those negative emotions, I'm not my best. God has a best for you. When I'm at my best, the fruit of the Spirit can operate. That's why my wife tells me, you need to go pray. Because Sean is not at his best today because Sean is seeking something else, right? I'm seeking something else. I need pray. When I'm at my best, when I'm seeking God first and he's ordering my life, guess what happens? The fruit of the Spirit can come. Patience, love, kindness. Those things can come out in me and through me. And that needs, that's, that's, you know, that's, um, the proof that the Holy Spirit is living in you and is controlling you is the fruit of the Spirit. I mean, you need that. Your family needs that out of you. 
This world needs that. When we're at our best because we're seeking him first, and that opens the door for others to see healing and, and receive healing and peace and joy and receive from that. So how do I get to that place of seeking him? Matthew chapter 6, you can write this down, and, Matthew, and Luke chapter 11. Matthew 6, 9, and Luke 11, 1. It's the Lord's Prayer. You guys know it. Most of you probably know it. Is the perfect example of how we start to seek. So Jesus starts out in this way because the, the disciples ask Jesus, how do we pray? So there must be a right and wrong way of praying, right? So he says, how do we pray? And he says, but when you pray, Jesus says. So are you praying? Is prayer a part of your life or is it an afterthought? When you pray, it doesn't say how many times you have to pray, but when you pray, are you praying? Prayer is the beginning of seeking. Have I gotten into the habit of doing things in my own ability by not praying? I know I've done that. Prayer is important. Prayer is the start of it. He says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. You start to pray and you worship. Why? Rejoicing worship focuses you. Then he says, your kingdom come, your will be done. God, what is your will? I want to know your will. After you're worshiped and you feel released, this is how you seek. You start to pray, God, I thank you. I'm here today, God, to focus on you. I give you everything, and I worship you. Start singing songs. Start humming. If you don't like to sing, just, just start just thanking him, rejoicing in him. God, I, you are good, and you are faithful. I thank you for loving me. That Just remind him of who he is as part of worship. Then your kingdom come, your will be done. God, what is your will? I want to know your will. And I want to do your will at all times. You pray the will of God. God, what is your will? I've told you times and time again that, that there's times that I, I, I never get to pray what I went there to pray for. God had me pray something else. And that's okay. But I never missed out. God already knew my needs. He already says that. I already know your needs. I know you need clothing. I know you need help. I know you need food. Right? I know you need joy. I know those things. But God, what is your will? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And then after you pray his will and everything, God, I, I thank you. And then pray for yourself. It's okay to pray for yourself. It's okay to pray things in faith. Not to complain to God as much, but to pray, God, help me become a better dad, a better spouse. God, I, I need you to help my finances. Show me some things. Pray for yourself. And then it says, and forgive us our debts. Then maybe a time for you to repent. Repentance is a good thing. Maybe, it's, maybe you've, you've had some evil thoughts that day. Maybe you followed something else that day. Maybe you, 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 you're doing something that you shouldn't have been doing. Maybe God's going to show you something in your heart that you didn't even know that is there. Maybe you have unforgiveness towards somebody else. Maybe you, got, you, you were caught in an offense. Someone offended you, and you took that, and that become, that's become sin in your life. God, I repent for that. Show me things that, that, um, that I've done wrong that's, that's stopping me from 
from going towards you, Lord, and I, and I, and I ask you to forgive me, and I, and, and, and I forgive those people. Forgive us of our debts as we have also forgive our debtors. I forgive others. I release them. I refuse to have unforgiveness. Maybe, maybe you've listened to gossip. How many ever listened to gossip before? Raise your hand. Yeah. We all have in some way. And if you're on Facebook, 90% of it is gossip. Right? Social media can be that way. Because we like that. We like to talk bad about other people. Don't look at me like that. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe we just need to, God, forgive me. You know, one of the, I, I have a Proverbs, men's Proverbs Bible study every Tuesday morning at 6.30 a.m. in the morning. If you want to be a part of that, just email me at sapting at cornerstonelife.org. And I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link to, to come on with us. And so we study in Proverbs chapter 5 a couple days ago, or a couple weeks ago. In Proverbs chapter 5, you know, it's, it's the six things that the Lord hates. Seven are an abomination to him. And one of the, thing, the seventh thing was what? Accusing the brethren. He hates it. God, and we've all been there. Forgive me for talking bad about somebody else. For entertaining things that aren't of, of you. I don't want anything between our relationship. Because I want to decrease my capacity of negative emotion. I want to increase my capacity of all that is God. Right? I want to increase that. And I want to live my best today. Because my wife needs my best today. My kids need my best today. The church that I attend needs my best. God, the people that don't know you need my best today. Right? Need my best. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus, I rely on you. I can't do this without you. I need you. See, when you're seeking God first, and what needs to change today, you're seeking him because you can only serve one master. God wants you to seek him first. So I want to pray. I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that God's going to give you a revelation today about seeking him first. So bow your heads, close your eyes. If you're here or online, God wants to meet you right where you're at. And I want him to show you some things. I want, you, I want him to show you if your priorities are out of line. Are there some misalignments in your life this morning? So ask the Father right now. Say, just say, Father God, show me where I'm out of line, where I'm seeking other things first. Show me, God, where I haven't sought your kingdom first. Maybe I've sought after my own inadequacies. Just ask him right now where you're at. If you're here in your living room, your car, wherever you're at, ask the Lord. Show me right now while I'm out of line and I'm not seeking you first maybe I've been seeking after fear and it's kind of funny like would I ever do that but we do those things seeking after worry like you seek things by giving it priority what have you given priority that's really not of God it may be good it may be okay 
but it's not of God. Come back into alignment with God. Say, God, I just want to know you. Help me seek you this week. So, Father, I just pray. And, Father, we want to do that. We want to be a people that seeks your kingdom first and your righteousness. And we give you control of our lives to order our lives right now in the name of Jesus. We don't want anything else, Lord. We want you. Father, we have all these needs. Yes, we have worries. We have fears. You know that. Forgive us for just seeking after those things. God, I want to be healthy today. I want to be a healthy believer, follower of Christ by seeking you first. Help me do that, Lord. Father, I pray that I'll listen to your voice by your Holy Spirit this week into seeking after you and not of my problems, my worries, or my fears, but seeking you. Thank you, Lord, for increasing my capacity when I do that for all things that are good and loving. And as Philippians 4, 8 says, of good report. And that today I can live my best for your kingdom and your glory in Jesus' name. Everyone's eyes closed, no one looking around. Even if those who are watching me right now, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity. You know, the Lord has actually sought after you. He sent his only son, Jesus, to make a way for us to be able to follow him and be part of his family. Jesus came and died on the cross for us, for our sins, everything that we've done wrong, so we can know him. And if you've never given your life to him, here's the time. You know you're sitting there, and you know that you need something more, that there is more to this life. You know there's an emptiness that's not being fulfilled by anything that you've been seeking after. Let me tell you something. I've been there. We've all been there. It's only by giving your life to Jesus will you ever be fulfilled. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He wants to come into your life, forgive you of your sins, but you've got to make that decision. God, I choose to follow you. And if you want to follow him today, I want you to repeat these words after me. Either you're here live or online. Repeat these words. Pray this prayer. And the Bible says when you believe this, what we're about ready to say with all your heart, you will be saved. He's going to meet you right where you're at because he loves you and he cares for you. And he, he, he's on the edge of his throne right now saying, come on, be part of the family again. So pray this prayer after me. Say, Father God, I give you my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and he rose again. He took my sin upon himself so I might live. So I receive all that he has done. I make Jesus the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, I give you my life, Jesus. And I receive all that you have for me. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins and making me part of the family of God. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord praise, amen.
If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, if you're watching online or you're here, we want to know about it. You can text uh, the word prayer and say that I gave my life to Jesus online, or you can con- you contact us at cornerstonelife.org. They're going to tell you more about it at, in the post show if you're online. And I want to know about it because I, I, I want to give you some information on what are the next steps, what God has for you coming up. And I wanted to let you know what you just did because you may not understand it all right now, but God has so much for you, amen? So I want to encourage you to do that, and we want to help you along this journey of being a follower of Jesus Christ, amen? Come on, give the Lord praise again, amen?